Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome to the LC and Jack radio show with the bread man. Give us a shout. You can reach us directly at 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio 2018. We here. We doing it. All those uh, New Year's resolutions. Are you still on track, or are you already already blew them up? Give us a shout. Let us know your thoughts. Also got a guest tonight, NBA writer, sports beat, Mr. Tony Williams. Going to join us today, so we look forward to talking to him and chopping it up. A little NBA. It's all good. Red man, what's happening? Happy New Year's, my brother. Mission in action. <laughs> what's good? Happy New Yo, Year's, man. It's... I'm, I'm here, man. 2018, live in effect, ready to get it in. You know what I'm saying? Glad to, it's all glad good. to be back in the saddle. You heard me? We back. We start off a new year fresh, like everybody else. Everybody's got their New Year's resolutions. Some I talked to some people today. They're already, already off track with those New New Year's resolutions. So <laughs> hang in there. It's only nine days in, and you know it's it's a grind. Three hundred sixty-five days until twenty nineteen. Well, actually, not under three hundred sixty-five. Three hundred. And 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 change. We we not three sixty five in. We're nine days off. So, but anyway, <laughs> it's good to be uh, back rolling again. And it's um, you know a lot of great things happening um, out there. And you know, like I said, we um, have a guest writer, Mr. Tony Williams, is going to join the show. And without further ado, Brad. We have uh, someone on the line. That's it. Welcome to the LC and Jack radio show. Who's on the line? Good evening. We got the side people from 2017 carrying over to 2018. All good. Who do we got on the line? Can you hear us? All right, Brad, I guess stay a little bashful. Yeah, first-time so we'll callers. We don't always really know about the first-time callers, but they can stay on the line and listen to what's going on. It's all good. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe so you can get an email and let you know when the next show is coming on and uh, be more prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they we'll let them check it out. But all is mm-hmm. well. Uh, how would you spend New Year's there, Brad? I was in the ATL, baby. I was in the ATL, brought it in with my man, Randy Campbell, and his wife, Rowena. Nice. Shout out to you guys down in the ATL, doing our thing. And uh, I had a good time, man, you know. Uh, I didn't get away from the cold because the cold followed me down to the ATL. <laughs> Came back to the snow, and uh, I'm about to roll out end of the month do my world tour. So uh, looking forward to that. The weather's been brutal, I tell you. 
You know, depending on where you're at. Yeah, depending on where you're at. I know we have people all over the country, all over the world that tune in. But here in America and most of the United States, it has been very cold. I know down in Miami, it got it got down to the 30s, which is really cold for Miami. Uh, so, I mean, we got a heat wave today. What, it hit 40 yeah, degrees man. here in New York? I know. I know, there's more so, today, man. It, 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 you know, felt good. Sun was hitting me. I was like, wow. This yeah. is what it feels, a little heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has been brutal. We haven't had this type of cold stretch, I want to say, going back at least three years. Yeah. For this long stretch of time. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's been cold. But, hey, it is the winter. And we, you know. We gotta expect changing of the seasons. It's actually good for us. Make sure kills all those germs out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring and germs too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we can't get away with that. But no, we can't. You know, like I said, it's it, it's all good, man. It's all good out there. Uh, some great things for 2018. It's a fresh start for everybody. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, next year I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Well, guess what? Next year is here. So, whatever's on your mind, while we have a couple of minutes, give us a shout. 347-843-4738. Let's see if we can unleash the listener and see if they listen. Welcome to the LC and Jack Radio Show. Who's on the line? Are you there? All right. <laughs> Enough of that. We we, we know the we know in. the new people in the house. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. <laughs> we say they listening. You know what I'm saying? If my man LC says who's on the line, say who you are and where you're from, and uh, we can go from there. Don't be bashful. Yeah. You're on, well, you on the line for a reason. Good. Checking out the LC and Jack Radio Show 2018, baby. That's it. That's what's good. Did you have a chance last night to see the football game, Brett? Man, did I see that game. Oh, my God. What a that, game. Man. Game for the ages. I mean, they built up that kicker, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It happens in the pros. I was saying it last night. It was with a yeah. bunch of people out of spot. And yeah. I was like, listen, the game ain't over. He's still got to make it. Oh, it's close. It's close. I was like, that doesn't mean anything. Did you see the pros? They miss them, too. Yeah, yeah. and the thing about it. You have it, to have ice in those veins. But the thing about it, that That's, quarterback switch was the key. Oh, man. The key to the Kids game. Fresh, yeah, he never took a snap all year. He's playing like, Crazy. I mean, oh, it was unbelievable, man. I mean, I was going for Georgia because I don't like Alabama. But I give him props, man. That quarterback switch was the key to everything. They were destined to win. And uh, even though that kicker did what he did at the end, I mean, that quarterback, he was, was how do you say, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> no, I ain't even messing with his name. He's I know, Hawaiian, I, I can tell you that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, uh, it, it, he had a... He'll never forget this championship. The first, they oh, say, no. is always the best. And guess what? Yeah. He stepped in. He stepped in. He did his job. He, he did with he a did, backup. Did his thing, thing, man. Mm-hmm. Did his thing. Did his thing. That's why when did sometimes a backup doesn't get to, to play... You always have to be ready. He's a perfect example of a backup always being ready. You know, especially those young kids out there. You know, sometimes you get to the pros, you have ego, but to sit there all season and not get a snap. You know, he practiced hard and, and throughout the year. You know, always ready to be called upon because you never know. I mean, the guy didn't get hurt. You know, usually the backup is ready if somebody gets hurt, he's injured. Not when a player who who's not playing well in the in championship game, coach pulls you out and put the backup in who who hasn't done anything. It's like that was like 
Man, I never seen anything like that before, man. Never. So I could just imagine, you know, who was supporting uh, Alabama, how they felt, man. Because that was incredible. You know, shout out to Alabama, national champions, 2017 18. That's it, man. That topped that uh, game I seen years ago. Well, what's his name? With the Texas. That topped that game, man. Unbelievable. It's crazy, boy, I tell you. Been but, young, um, young team, yep. Can't beat a young freshman. He has veins of steel doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. Doing his thing. Veins of steel. That's what I'm talking about. Performance, baby. I can see him lighting up the NFL already. <laughs> well, Cleveland needs a quarterback, that's for sure. <laughs> Cleveland needs a quarterback. Johnny Manziel is trying to get into the USFL or whatever, the Canadian League. He's putting pressure on them. Put up the money or leave him alone. I'm like, <laughs> take, he, he maybe take some, some um, learning points from that dude, man, because the dude played his butt off. Won the national champion, hands down. Shout out to them, man. Unbelievable. Well, Brett, let's jump on the line and uh, take a call. Okay. See if they're ready. You are on the LC and Jack radio show. Who would he have on the line? Hello. 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 Sound like somebody sound like somebody from Memphis to me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Sound like somebody from Memphis. Yeah. That, that would be correct. Yes. Right. What's up? I'm calling What's up, from Rachel? Memphis, but you know I'm repping New York all the way from Memphis. Oh, that's it, baby. And Thanks that's that's in. all that matters. <laughs> that's it. That's it. My girl Rachel from Memphis, Tennessee, calling in. Yes, yes. That's what's good. Happy New Year, my girl. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on, participating, and you all set with your New Year's resolutions? Uh, For the most part, yeah. I mean, I started getting back in the gym last year. I'm a former athlete, and I'm a current international coach. So getting out of the gym and out of shape is not really a part of my reg, you know, regular um, routine. But you said international yes, there are coach. Other... What do you, what do you coach? Yes, I coach basketball. Come on now. <laughs> You're a baller. You're a baller. That's what, all right, that's that's what I'm talking about. Take a both to the hoop, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it runs in my veins, runs in my family. Pops played in school, played in college, so did I. So, uh, you know, once an athlete, always an athlete, never leaves you. So I love coaching. (laughs) Well, we need them out there. We need those coaches out there to take the talent and groom it. I completely agree. Good, Good coaches are good teachers, and good teachers possess the capacity and the power to create change and impact the lives of others. But it's a skill, and you got to work hard at it. Absolutely. Yeah, these young people always think, you know, that things happen overnight. And whatever you want in life, oh, no. you got to work hard. And it's a journey. It's a process. And I think there's no Absolutely. other person that explains that better than... Nick Saban, whose whole philosophy is titled The Process. Step one of the process for everybody is understanding that there is a process. Step two is trusting it. Step three is embracing it. And the last part is actually loving the process. It's loving the blood, sweat, and tears that go into it and coming down the other side with a dove at the end of the day. But you have to be able to enjoy the suffering and find the beauty in the suffering before you get that victory on the other side. And that's what people don't want to mm-hmm. go through. But if you play sports, it's the beauty of sports. You understand all of that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. All the great ones go through that as well. People, you know, you're talking about Michael Jordan. You're talking about all those athletes out there that have been successful. Oh, yeah. You got to... You always, you always got to learn how to how to lose before you can learn how to win. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, well, we thank you so much for doing it, joining the show, and we hope you uh, continue to uh, follow us and give us a shout. Let us know how you're doing, how your team's doing. Keep yes, sending us updates. I shall. Well <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shall. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for, thanks for joining us, and uh, we have our guest, which is on the line, so we're going to run, but definitely uh, feel free to give us a shout well, on each and every week. Thank you so much. You guys have a great night. All right, Rachel, you listen same. in and uh, enjoy the show. Thanks, Brad. Talk to you All later. Right. All right, peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Brad, our guest is here. I believe in on the line. Uh, we have we've had him several times on the show. We're so happy to have him back. Uh, he is a NBA writer, Mr. Tony Williams. Hello, Tony. How are you? I'm good. How you guys doing? All right. What's going on. You doing good? You doing good. Good. We're good, man. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You too. Happy New Year. Yeah, how's how's things going, man? We're chatting a little bit. How, how's uh, how's things rolling in uh, and uh, in the NBA, NFL? I know you cover a couple of different sports. Yeah, it's uh, funny. The last time we talked, I think the Knicks were a black hole uh, <laughs> and they were a terrible <laughs> franchise, and they had Phil still in charge. Uh, he he ran that franchise into the ground. But since that time, uh, the Knicks are actually uh, doable. I mean, it's actually I can actually watch them and not feel ashamed of doing so. It's it's amazing uh, year, but you know we have to credit Dolan somewhat. At least he had the cojones to fire Phil, and uh, that kind of set us, I think, in at least in a positive motion. What, what's your thoughts on on uh, the new management staff? Well. Part, partly new. I mean, you know, one of them's been here, and the other one is new. What's your thoughts on the new management team? Oh, that's, that's great. I think Dolan did the right thing. Uh, he, I think he boosted up Steve Mills, which was needed, and he brought in Scott Perry. And Perry has been a great evaluator of talent since he came to the league. I mean, this guy has an understudy from Joe Dumars and doing that great Pistons run. He's an understudy in Orlando. So I, I think that guy, he knows basketball. He's a basketball lifer. And so to bring him in, it shows that Dolan has finally given the keys to a basketball guy because Phil was not down for all the scouting and all the traveling. Perry is a basketball junkie, and he will go to all the outposts out there and scout talent. So I, I like what Dolan has done. He's allowed Mills to have more authority, and bringing Perry was a, was a big move. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. It's a breath of fresh air. Um, but I think the fans kind of don't realize that the Knicks still have many pieces to get. And, you know, we always get excited to see the team come out quick and then they take a couple steps backwards. What do you think, um, you know, we're almost at the halfway uh, mark already in the NBA, which is amazing, almost halfway through. Any potential I know no major deals happen with the Knicks, but any any uh, thing coming down the pike that you think might help improve the team somewhat? I mean, the Carmelo well, deal. Before you answer that, the Carmelo deal is amazing, <laughs> just because they got some help, some useful pieces. Yeah, it's Nobody funny how they would uh, get any pieces like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny because when that deal first happened, uh, hardcore Knicks fans were like, "That's it." We only get Enos Cancer and dubbing buckets. That's all we get. But now you're looking at hindsight. You're thinking that's a pretty darn good deal because Cancer is probably the second most important player on the roster, and McDermott has shown flashes. So this is actually a very good deal the Knicks get. I mean, they got the best they could have gotten because there weren't many options out there because Mel had that no trade clause. So there weren't any many options the Knicks had, but. 
when Melo hurt OKC and he heard, you know, I'm going to play with Westbrook and George, then he decided, you know what, I want to go there. And I think he did that favor because they got back some good pieces. Uh, like I said, Cantor is probably the second most important player on this roster. And, and you see every night he adds a toughness and a grit that was lacking in New York for a long time. He's a blue-collar kind of player. He's a fan favorite already. And he absolutely loves New York City. Yeah, I tell you, I agree. It, it's been, uh, like I said, uh, myself and the bread man been to the garden in the bad times, you know, here over the last, uh, I don't know how many years. So, uh, it, it, you know, definitely like to uh, kind of get in the garden here. Maybe the second half we can get some tickets and uh, just the energy. You can could, you could feel energies. It's so more positive. And like you said, we got some pieces. So uh, I don't expect the, the Knicks to make the playoffs this year, but at mm-hmm. least you you see the, the 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 team is making some progress. I mean that's always great. I mean it was questionable. Yeah. You know, you know signing Hardaway. I was real questioning that, <laughs> especially the money they gave him. But it seemed like yo he he's taking he's taking it on and you know before he got hurt. You know they they need him only because they, the Knicks' biggest problem, and, uh, and they know this, they don't have many guys that can take anybody off the dribble. They have very few guys yeah. that can do that. You know, and that's, yeah, that's well, one of the big I, problems that they have. I will say regarding the Hardaway deal, uh, that was one last middle finger from Phil to the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> it, cost, it, it, it was $72 million middle fingers. To, to the Knicks fans, but I will say when Hardaway was playing well, the Knicks looked like a, co- no, a cohesive unit. So I will say that the that the deal was wasn't that great, but Hardaway has shown that he is actually playing better than he was in, in first first go around here in New York. Uh, I think the injury kind of, kind of derailed the Knicks a little bit, as you as you've seen last month. That without him, there wasn't any really second scorer on on that team. Beasley has stepped up in that role. But I think if they had Hardaway in December, it probably would have been a much better month for them last last month. But he's not practicing fully with the team. He just was, he he wasn't practicing today fully with the team. So I think he returned he soon. Okay. And when that happens, it's going to be a pretty good offensive set they have. Yeah, they they definitely need him. Uh, but it's it's tough if they don't win. You know, too many more road games. It's it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. Which, like I said, I don't expect it, but you got to win on the road. I mean, they've won some, <laughs> you know, a lot of games at home, but you have to win some games on the road. I mean, they've lost some, lost some tough games, so it's yeah, uh, I think it's a little this, frustrating watching them on the road, man. Yeah, I, I think their schedule it was favored it was favored early in their favor uh, because they had so many home games. Uh, and now you're seeing that what it takes to be on the road. They're still a young team. They're still developing, and they're having some glitches on the road. Uh, so hopefully January is much more kinder to them. But, you know, as far as playoffs, I didn't think they'd go to the playoffs this year anyway, but it's good to see that they actually have a plan in place. And I think that Absolutely. the Knicks fans just want to see that. They want to see a plan in place. They want to see ascending because it's a, it's a great lie that when, when, when media says, oh, the, the fans in New York are so impatient, they want a winner now. Of course they want a winner, but Knicks, the fans in New York are not stupid. They, As long as they see a plan in place and they see progress, they can deal with a team rebuilding. As long as they see some kind of goal in place in, in, in the long run. And the Knicks right now had that with Mills and Perry. So I think that maybe the playoffs probably are out of reach. But we're seeing that the team is gelling, and they're and they're going forward, and finally they're ascending. Absolutely. What's your thoughts on the minor moves? This, um, on this, have you seen Trey Burke by any way? The by any chance? Yeah, I, I, it's funny how the bar is is so low with the Knicks right now that when you know when you get a G leaguer talk going on, and Knicks fans <laughs> are like, "Oh wow, he can actually help us." That. That's not a sign, a good sign, though, when you think a G League is going to come in and set the world on fire. I mean, Burke can shoot. He knows Hornets well some days in Utah. So, so there is familiarity there. So that, that's, a, that's probably a smart move to have him join your roster because he knows the system well. He is a shooter, and they need more spacing. They need more shooting because Hornets' offense is predicated on a three-point shot. So to add another shooter, I think, is, is, very, is very smart. To add another ball handler is important. So 
But I, I'm not expecting a lot from Hoy- from, from, from uh, Burke. But when he's added and he, he comes here, I think that he'll add a little bit of spark off the bench. Oh, that's what I'm saying. What do you what do you think? Uh, anything before the trade trade deadline? Any any uh, obviously nothing major, but any small moves that may improve the team a little bit? Any anything out there here may may happen? Uh, you might understanding is uh, you know because they have so many big men. Kyle O'Quinn may may be on the way out, which you know you know yeah, I love Kyle. Funny. Um, O'Quinn's name seems to come up in trade talks almost every year at the deadline. Uh, I, I don't know if they can move him. Uh, I, I remember last year hearing that the Knicks actually wanted a one for him. And I don't know any GM wow. that's going to give a one for <laughs> Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, I, I think Phil was on some stuff there. So I, I don't know if any team would give up a one for Kyle O'Quinn. I don't want to see him move. Because uh, I, I think, again, he's a hard worker, he's an efficient scorer, he's a pretty good defender and rebounder, and he's a great locker room guy. Guys like him on the team, the coaches love him. I think he's a great talent to have in the locker room as well as on the court. So to move him, I don't think makes much sense. Uh, I would say, though, keep an eye, though, on Willie Hernan Gomez because you see his minutes have been dwindling. His role has gotten smaller recently, and I don't know why. And I, I don't know if the Knicks are, are putting him on the block, but if he gets moved, I wouldn't be shocked. Now, of course, fans want to say, how about Noah? Well, Noah has that, that albatross of a contract that I don't think any team uh, will nobody. take on. So I, I don't think yeah. I don't think Noah gets moved. So unfortunately, well, you can get somebody fans, like the Nets Noah's take him, but, but you got to give him a pick, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't. Uh, the Knicks, the Knicks have flossy that the Knicks are not going to give up any more picks anymore. Those days are gone. When Isaiah and Phil would give up pick, you know, just pick glory. Those days are over. Knicks will build through the draft. They value their picks. They want multiple second round picks in, in their docket. So there's no way they're going to move these guys and move picks. So I think they're just stuck with Noah until deal expires. Yeah, that sounds that's good. One uh, one last one for me, uh, Nilakina. Um, how do you think his development? And I guess Pozingas. Uh, how do you feel he's done uh, this year? You know, he's had his ups and downs. What's your thoughts on those two players? I, I think with Nilakina, I think that it's going what I thought it'd be. He had ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and because you know of the game, his age, because he played overseas, he's not familiar with yet. I don't think yet with you know with American style basketball, and and I think mm-hmm. the, the scheduling, the scheduling is rough for these guys who come in here to the league because you know there's there's so much grind to this season. So I, I think that it's exactly what I think of Nilakina. He would come in and he would play play well in spurts, which he has. Uh, his shot is still not consistent, which we all knew that coming into the, the league. But he's a good defender. He's he's a he's a competitor. He's a smart. He's a, a good IQ. So I like that about the kid. He has length, and I think those are his positives. Uh, for Przingis, we now see that it's a big step. You know, you know, from going from a second best player in your team to now being the best player in your team, it's a big step. And he said he was tired. Absolutely. Everyone had a laugh about that. Everyone laughed about him being tired. He probably shouldn't have said it, even though he felt it, and it's probably true. But to say it, it wasn't a good look because he is now the team leader. He's now the unquestioned guy on the team. So uh, it wasn't a good thing for him to say. But we're seeing that it's a huge jump from being the second option to now being the guy that teams game plan for every night. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Carmelo, I guess he didn't realize well, when you don't have Carmelo, don't realize until you until he's not there anymore. Just just being able to do that, which is not that many guys can do that. You know, you got to be able no. to uh, do it. And there's not many guys that can. And he may not be that guy, <laughs> you know, per se. You got to have the pieces yeah. around you. Exactly. And this is why I think Knicks fans really appreciate Melo for what he did in New York. He wanted to come here. He wanted the bright lights. He wanted the pressure of playing in New York. And he wanted to be the guy on a marquee franchise. So, And he handled himself well. He really did. I, I think Nick Sanchez really appreciate what he did here because he took on that challenge. And every night he answered all the questions 
all the tough questions about him, all the criticism, he took it with a grain of salt. He took everything that that Nick fans and media, you know, all threw at him, and he handled himself as they were great aplomb. So I really think Nick fans really appreciate what they had here with him. Well, uh, uh, let's run around the league real quick. Uh, your thoughts in general about, uh, I guess, um, you know, the league, uh, you know, the Cavs, I'm not surprised about them. Golden State, that doesn't surprise me. Why don't you give us your surprise team so far this year? You're surprised on uh, how well they've performed so far. Uh, I, honestly, uh, I know they're probably borderline playoff. I know they're in a bad conference. Uh, I think I have two teams. I think the Sixers, the fact that that process is working out for them a little bit, and you see incrementally, nightly, that they play hard for, for Coach Brown. And when they're healthy and they're all in the lineup, they have a lot of firepower and talent out there. I really like watching them play every night. Uh, and B, uh, the, he has great footwork. Uh, he's amazing talent. He's, he, I think he's, he, he has charisma. He fits right into the NBA as far as being a star. I like what they do, and I also like Detroit, and I love what Van Gundy has done with that team. Uh, I know Luke Richard Jackson was tough for a while, uh, but they've leaned on Drummond, and he's shown that he is a legit uh, star big man in the league. Mm-hmm. It's a rarity to have a, a post presence like that in the league today's league. And, T- and Tobias Harris, a kid from New York, he he is an epitome of just a New York tough guy, and he's having an all-star caliber type year. And the Pistons are going to be a real problem because they have – their record against the top five teams in the West is pretty darn good. I think they only lost two games this year against top five teams in the West. So they're showing something. I, I think they really going to have a deep playoff run in them this year if they stay healthy. What are, you, what are your thoughts about OKC? I think that they're, they're finally starting to gel. I know it took some time to have three egos and three stars of that nature on the same roster. I was I wasn't shocked. We know, you know, as far as a slow start, I knew it would take time. Uh, I'm not shocked though, that Russell Westbrook has now taken the team by the throat again. Where in the beginning he was almost deferring to, to Melo and George, and it wasn't working out. Now we're seeing Westbrook from last year again, where he's like, "This is my team." You guys must follow along with me, and you guys, you know, must all now follow my lead. And now we're seeing Oklahoma City now on a roll and playing much better because they're following they're following Westbrook's lead, and he's leading by example and on the court. It's amazing. Absolutely. So do you see? I mean, it's early, and we'll, we'll probably uh, uh, reach out to you when it's closer to the playoffs. But I, I tell you, Houston, they have a complaining defense. You know, uh, I think they'd be right there, but I, I still don't think they have enough to to beat. Uh, they could have got Carmelo, maybe beat Golden State, but I, I still don't see anybody beating Golden. Unfortunately, I mean, I keep I hate seeing the same team every year, but I don't <laughs> think anybody can beat them, man. They just got too many weapons. Yeah. I, I think there are only two teams. I uh, I think every year the Spurs are always, you know, at, at the top of that list. If Kawhi stays healthy, uh, they just have too much grit and they have too much experience, and we forget that uh, if not for Zsa Zsa Pachulia's uh, foot roll under Kawhi, uh, the Spurs might have beaten uh, Golden State. Remember, they were up by 20 in the third yep. against Golden State at Golden yep. State in game one, and Kawhi was just just, just destroying Golden State by himself, and then, and then they lose him, and they blow that 20-point lead in Golden State. So I think all to keep an eye on, on the Spurs because that program is just such an amazing program. And again, I, I still think with Golden, with OKC, if they can find a way to get all three guys clicking at the right time in the playoffs, they can give Golden State some some problems. Westbrook, we know he has hatred in his eyes for the Warriors. So if you get him in seven game series, <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough out for them. It's going to be tough. It's definitely yeah. Brad, you got anything for Tony? I know you you always got those weird. Teams that uh, you jump on yeah. the bandwagon. Well, I just, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm a Nick hater, you know, oorah, oorah. But I was saying, you know, before we came back, before we came back for the new year, that uh, the Knicks need excitement, most of all, you know, what I'm saying to keep their fan base, you know, interested in what's going on before they give up on them. And uh, like you said, uh, Przingis, uh, he just needs to play his role. 
you know, stop going to the hole so much, you know what I'm saying? Because he uses a lot of energy as a big man. I guess he realized he he wasn't he's seven six. He don't he didn't realize he was seven six. <laughs> he can't be going to the hole like that because once people figure you out, they're gonna start roughing you up. You know, he's a mm-hmm. finesse player like Dirk Nowitzki. You know, he can stay on the post. He can develop a, like a turn around jumper. We know he can shoot threes, but him going to the hole and getting beat up, you know, he's not gonna last. You know what I'm right saying? Now. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think the Knicks right just gonna... keep that energy. You know, just keep the energy yeah. up because that that could keep them in games if they have somebody that that sparks. And that was that was happening in the beginning of the season, where Porzingis just yeah. scoring thirty points a game, hitting those three pointers, and um, you know, shooting from the outside. But him going to the hole, if he's lost, they don't have a team. You know. Yeah, I I I agree. I just think that with him. You're right. He's a, he's he's a lot more finesse than he has power. Even though he even though he has the range and the length and the yeah. size, uh, he he is a finesse type player uh, because his his lower body is still not as strong to play in the post every night. So I I do think that with Hardaway returning, if Hardaway can can get back to his form where he was at the beginning of, de- of December, where he was you know, getting buckets for them, it opens up room. For Porzingis, uh, the fact that there wasn't really a, a second scorer for Porzingis in, in December, I think teams focus on him. They double team them. They bang him around. They knock him to the floor, and I think mm-hmm. that I that, think that kind of slows him down a little bit. So he needs yeah. a second scorer like Hardaway every night. Otherwise, teams are going to be physical with him and just body him every night. Yep, he's not going to last. Yeah, well, I think that's why you, you when you mentioned Cantor, I think that's why he fits with Porzingis because he kind of gets in there and does the dirty work, and uh, so that's kind of a good fit. So we'll see, you know, if the Knicks long term keep him. You know, there's just so many different moves that the Knicks need to make. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens the rest of the year. Um, and I know you you, you cover uh, a little bit of NFL too, correct? Uh, Oh, yes, sir. That's correct. So what do you got there before we let you run? What do you got for the rest of the way? I mean, you got some great games this week. Who do you, who do you, yeah. um, what do you, what do you, what do you see? Well, what I see is that uh, I, I think that there are teams that if they play right and play right away, we could, we could possibly see some upsets uh, this weekend in the AFC. I'm serious. I mean, if Blake Bortles really? doesn't play, if Blake Bortles doesn't play like himself, if he plays out oh, of body, there, there are there are some things where they have developed in Jacksonville. They're doing some things right way. Well, I mean, I I guess on Tom Coughlin's show, did you, did you see that eight, game on years. Saturday? I mean, yes. Did you yes, see I that game? I mean, throw, he was. I know he's he not can't an throw a three-yard pass. Man. He is not. <laughs> but I'm saying there were there were there were parts of the season towards the end where he was on fire. And he was a credible quarterback. If they get him to play at least at a C plus level, they can ride that running game. And we we know his defense is already outstanding. So I mean, we could possibly see them upset Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. I'm not going to bank on that. I'm not putting money on that. But I'm saying if Blake can <laughs> if, if Blake can give you a C plus performance, that might be good enough. Oh no, you're asking a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's dreaming he over there. He's so dreaming. he looked he's dreaming over there. I, I think I could have got underneath center, man, and, and my and I got a bad arm. And I think <laughs> I would have made a lot. I mean, he, what he, he he threw for eighty? What was it? Eighty nine, ninety yards? Are you kidding? He ran for more yards than he passed. Yes, he ran yeah. for more yards than he passed. Yes, <laughs> he was. He was Michael Vick. He thought he was Michael Vick. Yeah, yeah, he's worse than yeah. Tivo. At least Tivo, man. Oh yeah, you know, it's, at least get a hundred and change. You know, I mean, that was pretty poor, man. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. What do you, What do you think on the Falcon uh, Eagle game? What do you Who do you got? It's funny because uh, Vegas, Vegas knows. Vegas is so smart, and and they've already made the Falcons a favorite on the road uh, because mm-hmm. I think that when you go with guys who who are the smart guys, and they know these things, and they have you know buildings built because of guys who go against them, Vegas knows, and I just I just can't go with Foles. I know I already pumped up Bortles, who is a terrible quarterback, but I just can't buy into Foles in a pressure situation where he's going to carry that offense 
because uh, we, we've seen him down the stretch in the season. He looked awful in some of those games. And we've seen him lose at home in the playoffs as a starting quarterback. He was a guy that gave Drew Brees his first road playoff win in the cold weather because he was playing so terribly his first time around in Philadelphia. I, I think the Falcons are rolling. I think they're hot. Uh, they have enough playmakers on defense. But those linebackers are fast. Those corners are fast. They're ball hawks. And I think the Falcons are just now gelling at the right time. I just can't see Philly winning at home this weekend. I agree. We already know in the New England game, so it doesn't uh, make any sense <laughs> spending any time on that. Uh, so that, that's a wrap. Uh, the best game of the weekend, Saints, Vikings. What do you, what do you have on, on that game? I mean, that, that's the game I want to see. Forget all the rest of them. That's the, one, that's the game yeah. that you want to watch. That game is a that game you just I just it's pick them for me to pick them. I think yeah, the only thing that separates it is is the home field advantage. I think the home field advantage I think favors the Vikings. Uh, but you know Drew Brees, we see in the playoffs get hot where he just goes crazy, and he's probably the most accurate pass we've ever seen in the history of the league. Uh, but he if he gets hot, and they have great balance now with Kamara and Ingram. They have great balance. They could pull off the upset, but I'm going to go with the home field advantage. I'm going to favor the Vikings slightly, but I won't be surprised if Drew Brees gets hot and takes them, takes them that, that, that win. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd love to see the Saints uh, get back in in the Super Bowl, and uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. I love love the Saints, love the team. they got a balanced attack now, like you said, it's, and they got a decent defense. You know, that defense is always horrible. But now, you know, he's got a good shot. I mean, like you said, the difference, though, is going to be let's see what the Vikings' offense can do. You know, let's see. Now it's time to put up. Not having that big quarterback, you know, if they if they, they, they stuff that run, he's going to have to make those throws, which he's been doing. But we'll see him doing it in a playoff game. Yeah, be, I think that's the key. Gonna be, uh, it's gonna be key. Yeah, I think that's the key because you know Case Keenum, uh, he has played very well this year, but this is a whole different animal now to be uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL in the playoffs at home, where everyone thinks you're gonna win that game at home. Now the pressure's on Case. Can he get it done? But he has weapons in the passing game. Yes, he has. He has Adam Thielen. He has Diggs. So there are guys on the outside in the passing game. But, again, I think it's a toss-up, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints win, but I will give the Vikings a slight advantage because they're home. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, the turnovers is probably going to play in that game, too. Anybody makes any turnovers, it's probably going to be – it's going to tilt the game. So, no, no turnovers as usual. Um, it's going to be big. Hey, Brad, I, I, I know you're a big Ram fan. You, know, you guys oh, had a great man. year. I didn't get a chance to let you know the Rams <laughs> – Nobody yeah, but listen, the they should have never sat them guys. That's what pissed me off. How are you going to sit somebody <laughs> the week before and lose to the Niners, come in there and play like you're still sitting? You know what I'm saying? That's what pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what pissed That's me great off. Great year, though. Play the whole year. Oh, man. great, play great. Play the whole year. They'll be sitting out for Tremendous the playoffs year. and tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, I thought it was going to be tough for them. You know, they always say that you, you got to get that playoff experience. And it should, you know, from what I saw the game, not that you know that you know that's you know because some mistakes and and it looked like Atlanta did some homework on them, and that's yeah, the difference in the playoffs. That's the difference in the playoffs, man. Everybody breaks out all the films, man, and they make phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be sick yeah, I, for the game, please. Oh, my but God. I will. Rams fans take solace knowing that this was an outstanding year. No one nope. thought they'd be you know be this good this fast. They have the coach of the year in McVay. They have, to me, in my opinion, the MVP in Todd Gurley. So mm-hmm. take solace that the future is bright for them. Man, I want now. I'm Absolutely. a now guy. That's <laughs> 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 a diehard fan. We want it now, baby. Now. <laughs> Everybody wants it now. Everybody. Yes. Oh. So, Tony, why don't you give out your uh, your contact information to the audience, how they can uh, follow you on all the social media and all that good stuff. Uh, you, you can always follow me uh, on Twitter. It's at T-Bone8 on Twitter. And you can read my stuff on Metro.us uh, and also SaluteMag.com. So I, I'm always around. So anybody on Twitter, hit me up at T-Bone8. 
and Salute. Tell us about Salute. I know Metro I always get a chance to ch- check out a lot of your stuff. What, what's uh, Metro, I mean, not Metro, uh, Salute. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that so, before you run. Yeah, I, I've been doing work for them uh, over the past eight months or so. Uh, I do a lot of editorial work. I write some columns for them. Uh, we're up and coming brands. So, so I, I, I would say go to salutebag.com. There's, a, there's always a lot of fresh content and very good writers, and you'll see my commentary a lot on that, on that site. But that's what's good. Go check out Salute, baby. As well as Metro for my man Tony Williams, who always comes on the show, uh, shows us love, gives us that deep insight on the NBA and the NFL, as you just now heard. Thanks again, Tony, um, and we'll, we'll we'll get you near the NBA playoff time because uh, you know that's that's money time, baby. NBA. <laughs> Absolutely, I can't wait, guys. No problem. It's all good. Stay warm until then. You know, uh, I'm sure by then it'll be nice and warm. You know, NBA postseason is springtime, so it's gonna be nice and warm. But until then, you know, stay warm. It's been been brutal yeah. up here. <laughs> yeah, but today it was a balmy 43 degrees here in Jersey. I so know. I'll take that right I now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Well, thanks again. We'll let you run. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right, fellas. Uh, peace out. Peace. Well, thanks again to Tony Williams, NBA beat writer, as well as covers the NFL. But Metro, everybody that knows, if you don't know, Metro covers the metropolitan New York area. And uh, some really good uh, articles on there, sports, editorials, all good stuff there. So check out my man, Tony Williams. And uh, we'll see what happens. Tony has some good insight. So let's take a brief pause for the cause, Brad, and we'll be yes, sir. right back. I'm music journalist Stephen Ivory on the LC and Jack radio show. Hi, this is Barry Eastman, songwriter, record producer. Hey, check out my new album that's out on Billy Ocean called Here You Are. Uh, classic R&B songs and classic hits from Billy, and you're listening to the L.C. and Jack Show. What's good, family? It's your girl, Adina Howard, and you are listening to the one and only L.C. and Jack Radio Show. Love you, boys. That's right, baby. Adina. It's about that time, too, Brad. I'm going to reach back to Adina. 2018. See what she's got. Yeah. I know she has some new material, so look out. Stay tuned, Adina. We'll, we'll yeah. get her back on. I want to hear her say, "Love you, well boys." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She still got it too. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Boy, let me not go. Let me not go there. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking me. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Doing her thing still. It's good, man, talking about Adina and some of the other artists that kind of get the rebirth. People want to hear real music again. So a lot of the artists from the 90s, the 2000s, even the 80s are doing a lot of shows. And it's real, really good music. And I also include hip-hop in that as well. You know, know, from hip-hop from that time, a lot of people... You talk to them like, listen, don't really feel the current music, but you know, I love that classic me, you know, music. So, you know, go out and support those artists. They out there doing it. It's amazing too. I look online, and yeah, it was good seeing. I was watching their parade, New Year's. Guess who was performing? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wow. They've been around forever. Still, still sound like the record. So support these uh, artists. They legends. You know, I, I don't, I don't even like to use old school because guess what? They, they not old. They, they legends. We only call these artists old school. They, you talk about other gender, genders and music. They don't call them old. They call them legends. But that's what, that's what our artists are. If you follow R and B. 
Even jazz I'll include in that. Hip hop, they're not old school. They are a legendary artist. They legend. They they doing it. They still doing it. There's not you know, not everybody can do music for thirty, forty years. They doing it that long, George Clinton. They they they're like almost one in a million, especially in the music business. So big up. Big up to all those artists out there. We definitely brave. We're gonna get on the horn, get some of them back on there. You know, people love to hear from them. All these different artists out there that you don't hear on the on the radio on regular rotation. But we're gonna see if we can get them back in rotation here on the show. Talk to them, see what they're up to, show them some love, and uh, go from there. So. There's an artist out there from 80s, 90s, 2000s. Hit us up. Drop us an email, lcandjack at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see if we can get them on. We want to hear from you. But uh, there's a ton of them out there. And, shoot, I want to hear from them. Shoot, I'd love to get a report and a fire on the horn. That would be some interview. I, I would like Patrice Russian. I'm a big in her crate. You know what I'm saying? That's my girl. Yeah, I, yeah Absolutely. Absolutely, Patricia. There's a ton of artists out there I'd love to uh, chop it up with. Um, uh, you know, and, you know, even with artists like, you know, I was talking the other day, Mary J. Blige, just, she's been in the game now since, what, 90? Yeah, 90. You know, early 90s. Yeah. I mean, she's, and, you know, Mary doing it. And, she she knows how to kind of stay. I don't want to say stay in her lane, but she knows her mm-hmm. niche, and she stays in that area as an artist. And you'll see most artists are like that. They really don't. They have a certain sweet spot, and she's mastered that. So I, I give her all credit for staying in this business so long and have a law, you know, just a, a tremendous following. So. Yes, we can go out there and, and, and support her. I know she's going through her own personal trials and tribulations, which we all do. Mm-hmm. But definitely go out there and support her and all these other artists out there that are uh, um, out there in the new digital age. You know, you talk to a lot of the artists that were some of them we just talked about, Patrice Russian and um, even like uh, uh, they were talking about Donna Summer, even though I know she's not with us. But just about how their music, it, with the digital age now, you know how everything's a little different now. It's not like yeah. going to the music store and mm-hmm. you know buying up music. It's uh, it's like point and click. Yo, I got your music. Yeah. You know, so a lot of them are still trying to adjust to that. And uh, so, but uh, yeah, so like I said. Show them some love, these artists out there doing their thing. I was listening to Keith Sweat last night. I mean, just another artist. Been doing it a long time. I mean, the list is crazy. We can go on and on, but go out and show them some love. What do you got there, Brad? I know you got some uh, shout-outs and all that good stuff. I got a little list here. I want to first. Nah, a little. I know you got out. a long list. No, no, no. Oh, I got to break it up because I know we've been going for a minute. But uh, I'm gonna give a birthday shout out to one of my friends from way back in the day, R.J. Groove, down in Atlanta. And I'm gonna give a, a special shout out to my homegirl, Miss Taylor, over at Strathmore Bagels in Bohemia, and her boyfriend Nicholas. I'm gonna give a shout out to Tamara down in uh, Point Richie, Florida. And a special shout out to my girl Rachel who called in today from Memphis, Tennessee. And Faith up in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Miss Bella out of Fort Worth, Texas. And Michelle down in Fairborn, Georgia. And I'm going to give another shout out to my man Randy Gamble and his uh, wife Rowena. I'm going to give them a shout out for hosting the bread man for New Year's. Brought in the New Year's with my good friends and, um, Looking for bigger and better things uh, for the new year. And uh, about to go on this world tour, vacation slash 
fundraiser tour at the end of uh, January to March. So, Bradman will be on the road. You know what I'm saying? So, stay tuned. Some new things coming up on the LCN Jack Show, man. It's going to be live all the way, baby. All the way live. That's what's yes, good. It, it's all all good. Definitely, um, I tell you, Oprah had a powerful speech. Last night, very powerful, and we'll see. You know, everyone wants to throw in the presidential race and all that good stuff. Whether or not she does that, but just good seeing, you know, her using her positive influence to bring people together that are tearing us apart, and doesn't matter what color you are, what nationality you are, just, we all want big happy family, and if we can get to really understand that, we really be able to accomplish everything and anything, so hopefully people got that, nothing but love, spread, and we don't want you to forget, of course, about up this coming weekend, it's a holiday, but it's not just a holiday where, of course, we can enjoy ourselves. But uh, Martin Luther King Jr. You know, sacrificed himself and had his commitment to make a change. Wanted to spread that love that Oprah was doing. I mean, he sacrificed and ultimately gave up the ultimate sacrifice, his life, to make a better change. You know, make a better, make this world a better place as Michael Jackson you know putting his music but we never forget MLK this world would nowhere be anywhere close Barack Obama wouldn't have been the 44th president without the sacrifices that he's that he made and the people before him but we can't we can't forget him. Got anything there, Brad? Well, um, like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, what's going on, and uh, I remember you telling me that some of our listeners were looking for some prizes. So uh, stay tuned, man. Probably in March we're going to have a little trivia for the the guests that do pick up the phone when you ask who's on the line, I'm going to give away some prizes. You know what I'm saying? That'll be good. So stay tuned, man. I got, because, uh, I, got, I got some stuff. I got some stuff in the, in the bag. And, uh, <laughs> That'll be interesting. Have some fun with the people, yeah, you know, that, like we that. did on Vaughn uh, Live, you know what I'm saying? So Vaughn uh, Live, baby. You know what? I haven't, you I got to check that out. I haven't had a chance to check out Vaughn yeah, Live. Keep it is still live. Make it funky and fresh, you know what I'm saying? Because I know people on the Vaughn Live tip on the LC and Jack was was excited. So let's bring them over here to the LC and Jack radio show and uh, keep it going, you know what I'm saying? I got some prizes in the grab bag and see what people are doing, you know what I'm saying? So stay uh, tuned in March. Breadman got some trivia for you. And uh, we got some prizes to give away, all right? So stay tuned. That's what's good. Breadman holding it down. He travels the world. I don't know how he does it, but he travels the world. You never know when you might run into the bread man. So always keep your eyes and ears open because uh, you may run into him and he may hit you off with a prize. So that's it. If you hear the man, if you hear the name Cornbread, that's your man. Check him out. Show him some love. It's all good. We holding it down. 2018. We're gonna do some. Uh, I want to say we're gonna do. Maybe we're going to try, try to do some stuff we haven't done before. Try to expand ourselves and who knows. But we're going to try, like you said, Brad, freshen up the show, add some new mm-hmm. twists and turns, and uh, get you guys coming back each and every week to the OC and Jack radio show. With that all said, stay safe, sound. God bless. Peace.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.